Ross and Curtis with you. It is Today FM. It is 10.32. Right now, though, I'm going to leave the introduction of my next guest to Matt Lucas. Rebs from County Antrim in Northern Ireland has been baking since she was three. Come on. Studying for a master's in business, when she's not buried under books, she's getting muddy with dogs Miley, Ruby and troublesome Tiggy. Oh, Tiggy. <laughs> Rebs! <laughs> How are you, Rebs? <laughs> Hi, Alison. How are you? I'm great. Are you surrounded by Branston and the dogs, all the animals this morning? <laughs> uh, yeah, I def- I've got uh, Branston on my lap, um... The dogs are, are somewhere else, somewhere. <laughs> He's very attached to you. He's so attached to you. Your cat, your gorgeous black cat. Um, so listen, Rebs, um, a big week for you. And thank you so much for joining us on Weekend Breakfast. We really appreciate it. And anyone who's followed Great British Bake Off knows uh, knows you now and knows about you. <laughs> um, but we have a lot and lot of listeners that love that show. And I only did the catch up last night, actually. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, it's, a, it's, it's such an honor. Um, so, Rebs, you started baking, as Matt said in the in- introduction. You were really, really young, and you've got your whole family of bakers around you. So did they inspire you? Yeah. Um, well, Matt, Matt says I start baking when I was three. When I was three, I used to make a mess while my mum was baking. Yeah, three um, is young. <laughs> three is young. Uh, and a lot of that was just eating raw cake batter and cookie dough. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, so I was surrounded by fabulous bakers growing up. Um, all the women in my family baked. And then when it came to about lockdown time, you know, I, I'm sure everyone was aware. I think everyone under the sun was making banana bread. Yeah. I just thought, well, this is something that was such a lovely experience when I was a child, just helping out in the kitchen. So I just got back into it and started doing it for myself. But like, Rebs, it's, that's one thing to say, as you say, everyone kind of got into baking banana bread and I mean I've made lots of things in the kitchen as well but that you, what you produced on Great British Bake Off was is a whole other level to what we <laughs> were doing at home like on our own with cupcakes and buns and things like that so you obviously had the basis there and you were able to expand on your skills. I thank you for saying that um yeah I guess like so before lockdown then I'd probably made like the odd cupcake here and there, the old flapjack, um, anything cheap as a student that I could. Yeah. Uh, but during lockdown, I was like, oh, well, let's just challenge myself. Um, I didn't have a whole lot else to do. And when the days kind of merged into one, that was hard. You know, mm. it was hard because I just felt like I wasn't really doing or achieving anything. So I thought, right, if I get up today, I'll try and make a loaf of bread and see how that goes. And it was just really, really like therapeutic for me to to be able to start a project in a day and see it through and finish it and make everyone happy with the bakes I was making. So, Absolutely, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it's a, it's a form of mindfulness I always found, and I know a lot of us did do a lot of baking and still continue to do, because you, you're really in the moment and you have to be concentrating and it's tactile as well. So it's, it is a form of mindfulness. So tell us, what was the moment that you decided, though, that you're like, I'm actually going to apply for the, the biggest bake-off show in the planet. I'm just going to go for it. Uh, what was the moment you decided to do that? Um... So it was probably about uh, 2021, yeah, about summer 2021, I'd made a cake for, for one of my very close friends and she was just raving about it and she was like, you know, you should really apply for, for Bake Off. And I was like, oh, could she catch stuff on? Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. And she was like, oh, sure, just apply and see how it goes. Um, and I never expected to, to get on. And then, so I, after she said that, I kind of mulled it over and thought, oh, what have I got to lose? Mm. Um, and so once I started, I thought, right, okay, let's apply. I had to then 
make sure I had um, like a repertoire, do you know? Because um, mm. at that time, even even last summer, I'd only ever made a couple loaves of bread and some cake. And so then that's when I started into trying to make some more different styles of bakes. Um, and I'd make a lot of like Turkish bakes because my, my boyfriend's family originates from Turkey. Um, mm. So I'd make a lot of bakes for for his him and his dad who hadn't been able to go and see his family yeah, um, quite some time. time so but I was mean, just trying to bring that into their house. It is like anyone who's been on it, I'm sure like it's the ultimate experience and it's incredible, but it is like extremely pre- pressurized and nerve wracking, I imagine. And you know, in the first episode, you made a house. Like I've never baked a house in my <laughs> life. You made your own house. So how did you cope when you were in the tent? Like I'm, I think actually the tent looks beautiful. And I think obviously you can really see the camaraderie amongst the contestants. So I imagine you get again into that moment. So you're maybe not super aware all the time but it is pressurized oh my goodness it's so pressurizing and like the thing is is that they give you these mad challenges and they only get they give you like the shortest amount of time that you can possibly have mm-hmm. like it's all well and good you practicing at home but it's literally a tent an open air tent in the middle of the field and like it's so it's so our episodes were so cold because it was a cold snap before the really hot weather. Yeah. And um, so, like, I'm shaking because of nerves, but also shivering in some of the episodes. Um, but yeah, it was. And then what you don't see is that there's loads of cameras and people asking you questions every five minutes, and and it's so yeah, it's hard to concentrate. Hard to but like Noel and Matt, we love them, but I like they must be somewhat distracting. And like even Noel made a joke of it in the Mexican Week episode where he's like, "Should I leave you alone?" I forget which contestant was for, but like they're over your shoulder trying to make jokes. And you're like, "Oh my god, I'm measuring out baking soda here." Yeah, literally. And that's the thing is, they don't mean to, but they have the worst timing. So always come when you're trying to do something and you're like trying to focus on like the numbers in your scales or like something yeah. on your stove. And then they're just asking these questions. Your brain's like, oh, my day. Oh, my God, please go away. Um, <laughs> I, did you have a favorite of the two of them, though, now, could you say? Um, it's very hard to say, but I would say Matt. Because yeah. he'd been in the position before he did a stand-up cancer specially filled in for yes. a celeb that didn't come. He had such a sense of empathy for us. And he was so, so supportive. Um, and like, say you'd had a bad bake or something, he'd be the first one to come over and say, look, it's okay. This was the good things that they said. He was like, focus on the positive. He's like, I understand how hard it is. But he was so, because he'd been in the position before, he was so you know, supportive, but the two of them together just crack you up constantly. I know. And what about Paul Hollywood? He had a great line in it, actually. Um, His eyes are like the White Walker eyes. Like (laughs) like when they're on screen, like they stare into our souls in our living room. So I can only imagine face to face. It's even more intense. Oh, my goodness. I had to get a White Walker Game of Thrones reference in being from from the (laughs) island of Ireland. Um, But uh, yes. It's so intense. And you know what it is? He's such a man of few words that he's just got this mad, intense glare. And he says so little. You're just like, oh, my days. Is it good? Is it bad? (laughs) And your heart's like in your ears. Um, Yeah, he's pretty intense. But you know what we were saying before? Like, he doesn't, he's not, like, he's not mean ever. Like, the the, the sense of, you know, the the warmth in that tent you can, as, as viewers, we can see. Like, you know, you guys are all together as camaraderie, as contestants who help each other out. But he, he's not mean, He's but he is critical. Like, he has to be. Yeah. I'd say that he is definitely, it gives you loads of critiques because he wants you to improve. And it, it, he's not, you're right, he's not mean. It's just, he's very firm, direct, 
and critical. And more often than not, he'd focus on the things that you can improve on rather than things you've done well. But that's just so that you can get better in the future. Perfect. Um, okay, I've got a few listener questions actually, Reb, since you came on air. So Jessica and Kerry wants to know, did you get to eat all your creations? Um, so after, there's loads of gaps in filming, which is um, makes it difficult when you made a cake because you wonder if it's still going to look the same by when you come back two hours later because we'd go off and have our lunch and then we'd get a big box of everyone else's bakes and truthfully you're that crippled with anxiety waiting to hear what the judges yeah. say you don't really feel like eating but um yeah I definitely tasted I mean if someone got really really good feedback you taste theirs and you don't taste your own <laughs> yeah. um, but I tell you there's a 12, 12 bakers it's a lot of cake to be eating I know I was thinking I always think about Prue and Paul as well going oh my god they must be stuffed after three tasting three times 12 um Alice as well says tell Rebs I actually now I'm thinking I agree totally is the image of Daphne from Bridgerton what do you think of that Oh my goodness, so many people have said this. That is such a big compliment for me. Stunners, both of you, stunners. Thank you. (laughs) And before I let you go, Rebs, I want to know, do you, can you say, or would you have a feeling as to who do you think is going to be the overall winner this year? Um, So we all went to the final um, against film before summer. Otherwise it would be uh, terrible autumn weather when we're filming. Yes. Um, so I actually can't say. I just hope everyone keeps watching. Have you stayed um, in touch, though? Have you stayed in touch? Yes. So, oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm actually best friends with all of them. They're just the loveliest, most talented people I've ever come across. And we talk literally daily. Aww. Our group chat is nonstop. That's um, brilliant. And whoever the winner is, um, <clears throat> I just hope everyone will keep watching. Yeah. And, and just be really pleased but uh, yeah there's some some great weeks coming up definitely, definitely. of course you do know who's going to win so that was a silly question <laughs> Sorry, Lenny, Lenny wrote it down and I did my anchorman moment and just read it out <laughs> Rebs as always a pleasure thank you so much and continue thank success you so much, thank you bye. Bye. bye today FM's weekend breakfast with Alison Curtis I'm Capri starting your day with a glass and a half of happy